to patter. We'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Coming soon, the 6th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Six venues. 24 shows, 7 days, 75 comics from all over the United States at amazing local venues. Asiento, Atlas Cafe, El Rio, Milk Bar, OMG, and The Bar on Dolores. Special headliner shows at El Rio Thursday night, 7 and 9 o'clock featuring Scott Capuro headliner, amazing comedian also Andy Iwancio out of Seattle here for the 6th annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. All tickets are $10 except the headlining show which are 20 You can find all of the shows on Mutiny Radio's Eventbrite. Reserve them now. And don't miss out. 2021, the 6th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Black Block, a novel about protest from Sanjuro. A sample. The walk from Union Square to the bar is a long way for a drink. So you want a few stopovers. You get warmed up at Lefty O'Doul's, an old-time tavern with memorabilia and a menu from another century. Then a Market Street dive to rub elbows with the hoi polloi. Next is a Folsom Leather Bar. The dark goth soundtrack is a refreshing change from the usual jukebox anthems, but you must avert your eyes lest you observe gentlefolk in flagrante. That means fucking. Tonight, none of these places are open unless looters are broken in. The city is shut down because of the riots. Thank you. Find me at sandrowrider.com and Black Block is on Amazon. Or 
download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. MutinyRadio.fm. Why not make a donation? MutinyRadio.fm. Streaming live to the station. MutinyRadio.fm. District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm. MutinyRadio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco. MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four ninety nine. L S D FAP. Acid and fapping, fapping and acid. Acid and fapping, fapping and acid. Fap, 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 acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. 
But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) I was just leaving the theater. Convertible. 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior. I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in it on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good feeling. I am a total Hello, Blake. Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. Global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines. Vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. I might have gone to a wrong court there.
Okay. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michaels, Spiegelman, and Carl. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Very important acronym. It's Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Car Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Da 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 da. Welcome to L W A F L. Open up your mouth. You had to be a big shot, did you? All your friends were so knocked out. You had to. Word last night, so much fun to be around. You had to have the white hot spotlight. You had to be a big shot last night. Oh, 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 whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, whoa. Big shot. I can always find someone 
say they sympathize If I wear my heart out on my sleeve But I don't want some pretty face To tell me pretty lies All I want is someone
Square, it's uh, yeah, it's not Tuesday again. This is uh, this is two in a row that I've done in, in the house, but uh, this one's very special, so uh, so stick around this time. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Yeah, this week on Bug House Square, I'm doing. Um, I, I uh, it's, it's a it's a warm blanket kind of show. I I, I need it. I'm. Uh, it's a kind of a life uh, uh, monument, or uh, I don't know. Uh, it's 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 a new it's a new thing. It's a new thing. And uh, change change is hard sometimes. Sleeping just as still as a mouse. Man come along and chased us out in the rain. Was that a vigilante man? Stormy days, we'd pass the time away. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man, come along and we give him a little race. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, unite all you working men. Killed him in the river. Some strange man was that a vigilante man. Vigilante man Why does a vigilante man Carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand Would he shoot 
his brother and sister down. I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land.
Testing one, two. On thank you, thank you, thank you. Trippy sounds on us. Yes, Saturday. we've got the sixth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up. Yes, that's always a big deal. And we've got my big ass head coming up, too. You know? 
Man, it's good. It's good. Good times going on in San Francisco right now. I think we got the Blue Angels flying over. We got the Giants in the playoffs. 49ers are playing, you know. And everybody says that, you know, oh, you know, it's a it's not an even year for the Giants. It's not an even year for the Giants. And I'm like, you know what? It's a pretty odd year for the Giants. It's a pretty odd year for everybody. Wouldn't you say so yourself? It's a pretty odd year. A lot of odd things have gone on this year. I'd say this is the perfect year for them to win the World Series, right? You know, first of all, we all had to get stabbed in our ass with a needle. You know, got everybody got the vaccine. I got the vaccine. You got the vaccine. We all did, you know. I finally did it, you know. They had to convince me to do it, though. You know, they told me my dick was going to get bigger. So I said, fuck it, I'll do it. You know, fuck it, I'll get the vax. I finally got it, too. And it's, fu- it's funny because when I finally got it, you know, I was like, I was wondering if I was going to feel any different, if I was going to feel any different. And I did feel different. You know, I felt a little safer, you know. <laughs> Anybody else feel safer after they got the vax? Not really. Not really. <laughs> you know, <laughs> me neither, because I was doing a bunch of shit before that, too, already, you know. Now I just have to get on the bus with that shit, you know. And it's funny, because, you know, when you see other people around and they don't wear a mask, like in grocery stores or something like that, it's usually an old white man. Am I right? It's usually an old white man. How you like that joke, Pam? Is that cool? Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, I said it's usually old white men. Yeah. You know, San Francisco, you know, it's crazy too because, you know, parking's crazy out here in the city. Nobody likes to drive in the city, you know. It's funny because I drove to the city not too long ago and I was parked in a bad spot and a meter maid walked up to me and he gave me a ticket. And I looked at him and I said, your your life must suck, right? And he's like, why? Because I'm a meter maid? I said, no, because you're 300 pounds and you got to ride around in a two-inch tin can all day. How's that one? In a two-foot tin can all day. How's that one? Okay, okay, okay. I am fat shaming. Okay, that is a fat shame joke. Like, okay. are we workshopping? Yeah. If you're yeah. gonna, if you're gonna fat shame, then you have to make reference. You either have to talk about the chicken stuff before, or okay. you have to be like, you got to do more on the biggest. I have you got to gotta punch it. down a little bit to yeah. punch up on that. Okay, I bring it into it a little bit more. Okay, all right. Um, punch down on my sets. Okay, okay, okay. I miss buffets. You know, anybody else miss buffets? I know, I do. Right. You know, I miss buffets because I, I I'm I feel at home when I'm at a buffet, you know. And during this pandemic, we haven't had a lot of buffets going on, not out here in the Bay Area, you know. But I was at a buffet not too long ago before the pandemic started. First of all, you got to watch kids in buffets. You shouldn't, kids shouldn't be allowed to wander around buffets by themselves, you know. So I was in there and a little kid, he was like taunting me and everything. Hurry up, fat man, let's go with those mashed potatoes. I was like, man, somebody better get this kid. I'm about to kick him in his head, you know. And so the kid took a piece of chicken and he put it in a fudge fountain and he threw it at me. Turns out that shit was pretty good. So you guys go out and try that chocolate chicken. You know, you guys go out and try that chocolate chicken. It's funny because, you know, I can't take my mom out to eat chicken. I love chicken, but I can't take my mom out to eat chicken with me. You know, I took my mom out to dinner the other day to eat chicken. And first of all, you know, my mom sucks the hell out of a chicken bone. You know, she got grown ass men salivating over at the table. How's that one? Yeah, okay. She got I like it better ass. when you say wings. I like it when you mention specifically yeah, wings. You chicken say chicken wings. a lot, but and you say bone, but I like it when you say wings. Okay, okay. So yeah, chicken wings. You know, 
Yeah, and and I can't take you know, and and you got she got grown men salivating, looking at her eating the chicken wing, and I realize, I I realize it's something wrong with me or it's something wrong with my mama. You know what I'm saying? All right, I go with this one then. Um, I'm gonna try my tattoo joke real quick. How's that, Pam? Yeah, you know, anybody got any tattoos in the house? Woo! Yeah, you know, I haven't gotten any tattoos yet. And it's funny because, you know, everybody's getting all kind of monumental shit for their tattoos, their kids' birthdays, their grandmothers' names, their kids' names, stuff like that, you know? And then what's so annoying is these people to get, like, Asian writing tattooed on them. You know, it's fun. It's fucked up because my buddy's got an Asian tattoo on him. I said, what does that mean, man? He says it means sun, moon, light, stars, faith. I'm like, okay, are you sure? You know? I want to get some. I want to get an Asian tattoo. My Asian tattoo is gonna say chow mein, two egg rolls, general chicken, and fried rice. You know, because I love that shit. You know, I want it to mean something. You know, and right under there is gonna say no peas. How's that, Pam? So, <laughs> I love the writing, but you were just running through it. You have to take so many more breaks. Like uh -huh. I would slow down so hard on sun, light, faith, moon, stars, or yeah. whatever. I'd like you go like sun, light, faith, moon, stars. I'd be like, I'd give it a little time yeah. on those words. Yeah. And then, yeah, a break after, are you really sure that's what that means? Yeah. And then I'd give it a break because then you let the audience soak in. Okay. So give them the like, you know, because it's like, oh, it's so fluffy. And are you sure? Yeah. And it'll get, you'll get a hit after that. Okay. Just slow it down. That's all. Slow but it you down. were just running it for me. So it was, you're basically just running your script. You yeah. Know? I get down. it. Okay. I get it. Okay. But just slow, slow it down. Okay. So I joined a new, uh, anybody joining any new Facebook groups lately? <laughs> yeah, you know, I joined a kazoo group the other day. You know, the little kazoo that people play. Yeah, I know, I saw the commercial on TV. I know, I know, I, it lured me into it, right? So I joined a kazoo group the other day, you know, you know, everybody's playing a little kazoo. Zzz, zzz, zzz. And it was all fine, you know, and everything until like a couple of days after I joined the group, it literally turned into like a racist Trump support group, you know. <laughs> it was crazy, you know, because we were all sitting there like, "What's going on?" You know, it just turned. All of a sudden, all the comments start getting extremely racist in the group, <laughs> you know. So I said, rather me leave the group. I'm just gonna stay here and troll the group. I'm already here. I might as well have some fun while I'm here, you know. So I started playing my kazoo and playing like super dope songs. <laughs> Like NWA's, uh, uh, we don't give a fuck about the police, shit like that. You know, I started playing like all my kazoo. I started playing like we shall overcome and shit, just to fuck with them. You know, fuck it. I'm already here in the group. I might as well have some fun. You know, I might as well have some fun. A lot of old white people in that group too. What I think, you know. But it was funny because, you know, like I said, we all we all started the group over some kazoos and. Ultimately, the kazoo was also the center point of the whole group the whole time, you know. Okay, uh, can I give you comments on that joke? Sure. You have to you have to make a kazoo sound and sing a song. You talk about the songs, you talk about stuff, but you've got to do like you got to pick a song that's like super racisty or whatever, uh -huh. or like I don't know what the Nazi Germany thing like or like. Like yeah. the sound from like something from Star Wars, but Star okay. Wars isn't racist. Yeah. Like pick something super racisty. Okay. And pick a song okay. and then fake kazoo it because uh -huh. then you can cut out half your joke. Okay. By just doing the song, you'll okay. get a huge laugh and you'll. By be just like, doing the song, yeah. But it's gotta be like, or what's the Confederate like? Uh, what's the? I think I think I'm gonna do. Um, um, 
the, the General Lee. Remember the General Lee and the Confederate thing and the no, Dukes I'm of Hazzard? No, I'm going to do a they... song that, re- that combats that because remember, the group turned into a racist group, and but I'm still in the group. So now I'm going to combat but because you're a Dukes racism. Of ha- because you're a Dukes of Hazzard fan. Yeah. But what's the song? What's the song that the General Lee plays when you Just do the- Just a good old boy. No, 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 no. But, the, but the, when the General oh, Lee and oh. you press the- and it's the- da, 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 da. No, 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 no. That's no, 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 no. That's that something the, different. But that's funny too. That's racist in a different way. That's yeah. funny too. <laughs> is that is that wait, wait, that's that, La Cucaracha? Yeah. But it's um. No, that's the song that they played. No, it's the Confederate flag song. It's the it's the fucking good old boys never meet in the heart. No, that's the song that they played. But it's the song that when they the General Lee when you honk the horn, yeah, plays the Confederate flag song, whatever that means. Something very like old timey racist. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up. I know, right? I actually should say that. Yeah, that's actually a good joke too. You know. You gotta, but you whatever you do with that joke. Yeah. You've gotta have a kazoo sound because you get in because it gives you an opportunity for an act out, and people have to think for a while and guess what song you're playing. Yeah. Unless they know it right away and they know it's super racist. Right. But there's a billion racist songs out there, right? Yeah. Right. All right, yeah, I'm gonna do one. that. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Look, look up some racist songs. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. Your algorithms are gonna get so fucked up. Google's <laughs> gonna be like, "Who the fuck is Mike Bonds?" Mike Bonds. <laughs> weed is getting too strong. San Francisco, we just got legal weed. Oh, you want to go up here? You want to take a turn? All right, weed is getting too strong. You know, we just got we just became fully legalized a few years ago. Although even before that, I pretty much considered it legal already, right? It was pretty much legal already. You know, let's just let's just keep it real right there. You know, but it's funny because it's getting way too strong. You know, I was smoking weed with my buddy the other day. He's got a real strong New York accent. He's from New York. You know, and halfway through the joint, he developed a Jamaican accent. I was like, where the fuck did you get that from? You know, he st- his words started sounding Jamaican. He started slurring. Yeah, man, this shit is way too strong, man. Is this on? Oh, yeah, y'all can hear myself. <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> uh, yeah, it is on, actually. Okay. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I just lost some weight recently. You know, yeah, I've been going to the gym and working out a little bit, you know. It's funny because at the gym, you know, there's all kinds of people there working out. But then, you know, it's funny to see, like, somebody like 120 pounds on a treadmill for, like, an hour and a half. You know, I'm like, where the fuck you trying to get to, slimmer? <laughs> you trying to get to nowhere? <laughs> you know, and I'm sitting in front of the dude with, on the treadmill. I'm like, hey, man, I need that more than you. You know, I'm next. Do your new COVID joke. Do my COVID joke. The one you did on the, you wrote on the bus. Oh, yes. Yes, COVID, you know, it's crazy, right? Everybody, Everybody's enjoying, everybody's, uh, you know, worried about COVID and everything. I, I consider COVID to be like the Michael Jordan of all diseases. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I consider COVID to get the, the goat stamp, you know, because COVID's a bad motherfucker, ain't it? COVID's a bad motherfucker, right? You know, it's it, and, and, and COVID's game is a lot like Michael Jordan's game. You can't stop it. You can just only hope to contain the shit. You know what I'm saying? You can just only hope to contain the shit, you know, right? Huh? What you mean? Okay, okay. 
Okay, so COVID is a lot, you know, it's fucked up because, you know, we're dealing with COVID, you know, and everything today. And I consider COVID, you know, to be like. Still too much. No, too Start much. Start with I consider COVID to be. Okay, so I consider COVID to be like the goat of all the diseases. You know what I mean? It's got to be. I, I, I'm going to give COVID the, the, the greatest of all time stamp. You know, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to give COVID the greatest of all time stamp because you can't stop this shit. We ain't even beat COVID yet. You know, we just containing this shit. You know what I'm saying? No, that's your punchline. Oh, yeah. You got to do the Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Part first. So COVID is a lot like Michael Jordan. You know, I consider COVID to be a lot like Michael Jordan's game, you know. We can't beat this shit. We can just hope to contain it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the vaccine is kind of like Scottie Pippen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I consider the vaccine kind of be like the Scottie Pippen of COVID. You know, it's kind of there for your for your for your purposes. It can't beat the real deal, but it's kind of there to hold it up. You know. And then throw some Dennis Rodman in there because he's a scary motherfucker, right? Yeah. This is a great joke. And yeah. By the way. Okay. Okay. As long as you get that beginning too, it's got to be quicker. You gotta go. Blah uh, blah 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 blah. Don't repeat anything. Uh, and you're and then you're solid. And whatever you were just repeating, we can listen back to this or whatever. But whatever yeah. you were repeating, uh huh. Just take silence because yeah. let the people listen instead mm. of repeating it. I okay. know some people. But anybody, but actually, don't listen to me. People make choices. You like to repeat things. Repeat things. I'm listening. But that yeah. first, that first. Hey, Christy. Hey. Yeah. That that first line. Do the joke for Christy. Do the okay. joke. Do the do the okay, new COVID so, joke. COVID, you know, it's it's fucked up because I consider COVID I consider COVID to be like the greatest of all time and shit. One of the you know, the goat disease. We consider COVID to be the goat disease, right? Right? Because I consider basically I consider it like the Michael Jordan of all diseases. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't stop this shit. We can only hope to contain it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We can't stop this shit. We can just hope to contain it, you know? And it's like the vaccine is like the Scottie Pippen, you know, of the of the whole COVID thing. Like Scottie Pippen was there to kind of, you know, to kind of back up Jordan and everything. It wasn't the real deal Jordan, but he was just there to kind of back up Jordan. That's what Scottie Pippen was, you know. Ooh, yes. And I, and I see Scottie Pippen as, the, you know, vac we consider Scottie Pippen like the vaccine of the of the disease, you know. He was very instrumental in the process of Jordan, but he wasn't quite Jordan. Yeah. He was instrumental in the process of COVID. Yes. Okay. Yes. And now add the Dennis Rodman bit. Yes. What is what am I'm gonna throw Dennis Rodman as like the mask. <laughs> he's gonna Dennis be Robin like the, the mask. mask. That's great. Yeah, he's oh gonna God, I'm gonna compare him to the mask. You know, you know. And Dennis Rodman was kinda like he played the part of the mask in, in all this, you know. The weird shit that we kinda needed and kinda he played we, we understood he was there, but we really didn't need him. You know what I'm saying? But he still played an important part in this whole process. Right? Uh-huh. Like clutch on the bus. Come come use Mike Four in here. Yeah, you like need him. He's right. he's yes. clutch. Like so you like, okay, when so you're Dennis on the bus, Rodman. when you're on the street, when you're on the street you don't need him, but when you're on the bus, jo instrumental. So if Jordan's COVID and Pippin's the vaccine <laughs> and uh Rodman. Rodman is the mask, then that like Rodman was the band-aid. Oh, yes. to, like the yes. Chicago Bulls yes. needed a Band-Aid. Yes. He was a distraction, uh -huh. but he also had some talent. Yes. Um, 
but he wasn't also like gonna be the end all be all right he was all i don't want to reuse instrumental but he was instrumental i would say yeah i would say who do you obviously pippin was more important than rodman but rodman had this like flair to him right which is what you can do with your mask which is what the mask your mask can be flair i match my masks to every outfit like, I don't fuck yeah. around. Yeah. Right. I have, like, 17 masks. Right, I would say, I like, he was outfit. the color-coordinated uh, flair of the pandemic, like the masks. Yes. Can we see how yeah. I'm at? Can 100%. we see? 100%. <laughs> okay. All right, I love I'm going to work this joke out right here. I got another No, I love it again. I, lo- I no, think but, like yeah. that, I, I, the entire cast of the Chicago Bulls in the 90s could be played out in COVID. Yes. And, like... You got Jordan, you got Pippen, you got, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I and like oh my like God, that? and who else? And oh my God, you know who's on that team? Fucking the Warriors coach. Fucking Steve Kerr. Steve God Kerr. God damn it, Steve Kerr. Yeah. Who, yeah, he was on Fauci. that team. Fauci. Is that Fauci? Was like the, he was yeah, like the, the, the hand sanitizer. Steve Kerr is he was telling the hand sanitizer. everybody what to do. Oh my God, you're a genius. <laughs> Steve Kerr is like Fauci going like, hey everybody, we can all get together and make this work. We can defeat this whole thing. He's oh right my there, God, Fauci. It's so good. Yeah. Kerr, Kerr, Kerr. And then that brings it back to San Francisco because it's the Warriors. Yes, yes. That's so good. Yes. Who was the fifth player on that on that magical team? Kukoc. Tony Kukoc. I don't see. I don't even. I don't know who that is. The Invisible. See, and see, that is everybody don't see. They only know the big three. That's the Delta variant. They only know the big three. Oh, my God. It's a Delta four. variant. He's invisible. Yes. It's a Delta variant. He's invisible, but he's dangerous. <laughs> he's a, no one knows what it is. He's invisible, he's a, but he's Tony dangerous. Kukoc. He's right. the Delta variant. Nobody knows what it is. I'm trying to work out this sriracha joke. Help me work the sriracha joke. Oh no, do joke this out, joke. Pam. You have to start this joke again yeah. from the beginning and do it. I have a question. Yeah. So sriracha. Ooh, shots fired. Bow, bow, bow. Okay. No, no, no. So because sriracha is specific, because also because it's been around for so long, that's why the the convention joke works. They wouldn't have a convention if it hadn't been around. What to say? Really quickly, how how when did this man actually go to the convention? He said he went three years ago to the sriracha convention. So this joke feels three years old. Okay. In the sense that sriracha, like sriracha, a was a th- like a huge. You know how like food has trends. Remember when like bacon was huge? I, yeah. I know. I and I got like, my bacon tattoo before bacon was cool. Yeah. By the way, by the way. Right. No. I. I respect. Before it was cool. I was just so like. There's trends. Like there's bacon was a trend. Like kale was a trend. Like you know, the, sriracha had like Quinoa. its moment on the food Quinoa. blocks. Quinoa. I feel like we, I like the premise of this joke, uh-huh. and it's, it's not all th- throw out the baby with the bathwater, but uh-huh. I think we can make it better. Okay, and I, well, and I, and here's how we can yeah, do it. Help me you make, make it. the joke about your roommate, but it needs, the only way yes. this works is if the connection is to yourself. You have to love motherfucking sriracha. Like, yeah. you have to, there has to be a connection well, the so that the is, audience is the looking at is, you. The joke is, is that he buys sriracha sauce. But then you. Then the, he leaves sriracha bottles all the around bathroom. the house. Wait, and, okay. and but That's here's the, the thing, thing, here's the thing about that. Look at me fucking up everything. He leaves um, sriracha bottles around the whole house. But the, the way, 
the way to make this the way to make this joke more relatable is to make it about you. So instead of it being like you're well, you're relating the to the audience through this weird fetish. Right, but you're still sauce. you're still so here's you and here's the audience. And you're choosing a point out here, you're making a triangle right. to, to connect with the audience to talk about your roommate. Right. But what you want to do is do a one to one with the audience. So you just have to lie and act and make up a story and make this about you yeah, yeah. if you want to do a sriracha joke it's got to be that I you're throwing fucking the word passionate. sriracha sauce fetish is that funny well yeah but if it's you like that's yeah. the thing is that it has to be like that's what makes it interesting for the audience is that it's like oh my god this guy really fucking loves sriracha right. yeah. and those that love sriracha are going to be super down with that yeah and if that's what you're going but the to connect with your audience, you have to connect with them. Try not to choose an external idea Okay. to like, you know, does that yeah. make sense? So I would say like, okay, the, so if the joke is he, he leaves it in the bathroom, so he's probably masturbating with it. So then let's just fucking, let's just cut to the chase and just uh -huh. be like, yeah, like, you know, I have this roommate and he's made sriracha sauce his personality he goes to these like conventions yeah. you know which is kind of nuts to me because like how kinky do you have to be for sriracha sauce to be like a destination for yeah. yourself you know yeah. what i mean so that makes maybe it's a hemorrhoids joke too or something right. because i like uh, where she's going with it though no i know I, yeah I, if you're gonna well that's the thing then you're into like pain but if you eat enough sriracha, right. you can shit it out and it'll hurt just as much through your butthole. Right. So is that not like if the pain thing is what you're after. It's like, is it internal and like, is it like he's so crazy that he's shitting sriracha with I, his hemorrhoids and jacking I like off the at idea, the same time? I, I love that idea. I think a, a more subtle way of putting it is like. Sriracha is like lightweight BDSM. Like ah! it, it, hurt, it hurts going in, it hurts going out. And it's, so, it's, like, it's sort of like lightweight kink for people who aren't really ready to go there. And so it's like this man, like he, I can tell he really wants to be kinky, in, but he's not going to go to a bondage convention. He's going to go to the fucking Sriracha convention. Oh my God. Wow. See, there you go. And I think that's really funny because yeah. it's sort yeah. of like, this person, it's not that he really loves hot sauce. It's that this hot sauce is standing in for like a larger desire. Well, I'm good, thanks. And that the hot sauce, I think I would lose the jacking off with the hot sauce is the punchline. Right, because that's implied when you say right. that like what he really wants is like you, it hurts going in, hurts going out. Like, motherfucker, you do not want hot sauce. You want some BDSM. Like you want more kinky shit. So like I would like that to be a more subtle message that this th his love for sriracha is actually a veiled desire for like more kink in his life and then that's what the sriracha convention actually must be is a bunch of people just like right. in, flogging themselves just, yeah. no not in leather like the, in khakis <laughs> do you want to do some time we're just chilling or did you want to do did you want to do a joke again or do you want to do you do whatever you want no i don't i'm fine oh i, I couple things that could run yeah why not i mean we were just um, is this actually are we just amplified or is this actually no we're actually radio? we're live streaming yeah. <laughs> it's okay i'm not i'm not podcasting it's not i mean well it kind of is but i don't right now we're everything's down everything's weird so there isn't really a podcast of it and i'm not like recording it so right. but it is live streaming yeah All right. if people are listening we can put the music back up uh or no you want to is he going outside to smoke or what are we doing do you want to do your set now are we good 
All right. Well, hey, everybody. That was Mike Bonds. Yay. Yay. Uh, and hey, Christy Bonna just walked in. So everybody, me and Mike, put your hands together for Christy Bonna. Yay. Woo. I just had a funny moment with somebody who I was still at that place. I was finishing up the wine, the glass of wine that Mike Bond so kindly treated me to. And I'm a slow drinker, so it took me a long time. It took me that long to finish it. Funny. Yeah, I just got back, and that's why I walked here. Yes. Anyway, somebody said that she had a really cute dog. I was like, what's your dog's name? She was like, Carl with a K, as if I was about to write her dog a check. Like, I was like, I don't care if your dog, like, she's just wanted to make sure, like, I just want you to know that my dog is Carl, like, Carl Marx, not Carl Winslow from Family Matters. Um, anyway, that just happened five seconds ago. Uh, something that I've, you know that I have some law jokes, and I have some jokes about, like, juries and shit. I was thinking about how wild juries actually are. Like, it is so crazy to me that we will just approach a random group of people and just be like, hey, what are you doing for three weeks? Can you clear out your schedule? And are you willing to turn off your phone for an entire day and listen to this one person? Like most people aren't going to do that for their children or for their lover or for their significant other. And the government's like, hey, what's up? What if there's a criminal penalty involved? <laughs> and that we just like trust people to give up hours of their day to sit and arguably have a quote-unquote reasonable average opinion to judge their quote-unquote peer, right? It's all just based on this idea that we have a constitutional right to a jury of our peers. We have the right to have somebody that is one of us, whoever that capital U.S. should be, right? So I don't know. I just think it's wild that at this point in time, it's like, hey, what's up? The government can just like pop in and be like, hey, what's up? What are you doing for three weeks? Get in, loser. We're going to be turning our phones off and adjudicating some fucking facts. <laughs> so I don't know. I just don't think we should be trusting people. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's wild. I think it's wild. It's like, what are you doing Please listen to this conflicting testimony and make a decision about credibility. I don't know. Um, so I had a weird evening yesterday where I woke up in the middle of the night and I started thinking about how my mom was educated in Egypt at a Catholic school and her teachers were all French nuns. Wow. Yeah. And I just, for, for all 30 plus years of my life I was just like yeah my mom was taught by French nuns whatever whatever and then all of a sudden yesterday I was just like wait hold up French nuns record scratch in Egypt like <laughs> what were they doing there um and it got me like really into this idea of like what the fuck were French people doing in Egypt <laughs> and the colonization uh of the French and the British from Egypt and it was it was interesting I, I did a lot of this truly was some late night Google searching at like three in the morning I always knew like the British and the French colonized Egypt I knew that but I wanted to know a little bit more and I was like all right so Napoleon Bonaparte heard of him um legit invaded in the late 1800s early 19 it was like 1898 um as a part of a way to fuck with Britain because it wanted to like 
mess up its shit and then also interrupt its uh, path to India and just like fuck with it. It's, it's just so funny to me that Napoleon decided to go to Egypt to fuck with Britain because like Britain is so much closer to France than Egypt is. But I digress. Um, yeah, I just I just think it's so weird that in the beginning, Napoleon sent these envoys to come to Egypt and they had the intention of not being violent. And they were just going to like woo them with their like, I don't know, their French uh, sensibilities. Like they'd be like, où est la bibliothèque? Like, où est la pyramide? La pyramide, we're gonna, hey guys, really cool, I'm from France, we're gonna go to the pyramids, and uh, I have no idea, but just like, I can see these like Frenchmen being like, hey, this is really cool, girls, like, um, uh, here is a cigarette from France, it is gold filtered, and uh, I have this really nice wine, I'll play Serge Gainsborough for you, I don't know, I could just, this is a horrible French accent, but I just, <laughs> I just like this idea that they thought that like cultural loan would create enough of an influence that at the time, I think it was, Egypt was split into like two major factions that like Salim something and I don't know. It was, it was like the Ottomans and the, some other sort of uh, empire that were ruling upper and lower Egypt at the time. Anywho, oh man, I hope no historian is listening to this right now. But the point is that some French person parachuted the fuck in in the late 1800s and was like, oh, hey guys, we're, we're going to talk about these crazy Britons and we're going to talk about really fun French pop music and uh, we're going to be all friends. Um, ooh, à la bibliothèque. Uh, yeah, anyway, that's all just me truly talking out of my butt so you have a you have a tag there where yeah. you can do pyramids and pyrenees pyramids. Yeah. but pyrenees the pyrenees are in france no the pyrenees mountains so oh. pyrenees pyramids yeah pyramids. Said, oh, i'm trying to get you the pyramids and one thing that you forgot and I was going to say is an important part about napoleon Parte is <laughs> his short man's complex right. you have to mention that the right. short man's complex. Absolutely. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that yes. where I'm just like, this man, I was reading Encyclopedia yes. Britannica and it was like, Napoleon wanted to control Egypt. So we yeah. thought he would. I'm like, I'm sorry. Back up. This man was like, I'd like to control a whole entire country. Yeah. And I'm going to invade. I'm like, I can't even fucking control like my tomato plant. Yeah. And. It, that's some. That's, that's so like, not. And the, big, but that big goes energy. with the Catholic nuns. That goes right. with the whole thing. The is white that male hubris of like, right. I'm just gonna yeah. go down there and then going know, into a country that's has has yeah. not only Judaism history, yeah. but right. also has like their Muslim Christianity, history. Islam, and Christian, Judaism. All of it's there, and he's like, you that's know, like uh, small I am man a energy shit. I am a little man energy shit. I want to take over this other country. What was he like? Four foot nine or five foot one or something? I don't. He was definitely for something. Yeah. And he's like the chihuahua that's barking at the Great Dane. Right. Like being like, hey, you crazy Egyptians. I really like your pyramid. I just wanted to say, like, you know, come to my house. I will have some wine. We'll have some really crazy pop music. And, like, I'll tell you about democracy and Napoleon Bonaparte. And, like, maybe we'll have a sex party. I would, I would put that that's the place to put the 
if you want to do the pyramids and the Pyrenees, right. come to my house in the Pyrenees and we will talk about the pyramids. <laughs> Get the pyramids. Come to the Pyrenees. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. But just like this idea that like, wow, this man thought he could like control a whole country and meanwhile I'm like, I don't know about my schedule. Yeah. And that's so really I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where I want to go with that, but I want to do a bit about the French and the British colonization of Egypt and how wild it is that we're just like, oh yeah. Well then, then uh... <laughs> I, I know you're Egyptian, but then, and you're just tucking around now, but always make that a callback, like make some callback about you being Egyptian right. that you can yeah. like set up at the beginning or that you can use it anytime, but that you can just keep calling back to and be like, by the way. Because in, in, especially if you say anything fucked up, you know, you could be like, I know I look white, but actually, you know, I'm Egyptian. I, would, it would be, I know I look Mexican because I, I more well, like uh, get confused as a Latina more often. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you look. Well, okay. Throw, you could throw that out there. I feel like you I look would believe that. Polish. I, I mean, I, I, it, I really, it depends yeah. on wherever, whatever my hair is doing that day. Yeah. It, well, it just it depends, depends what the audience looks like, too. Right. And what do people usually say when you they find out you're Egyptian? They say, "Oh my God, uh, someone I knew three years ago went to the pyramids." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. And my response and is, people usually say something stupid like that. There my you go. My response is, "Is that your whole story? <laughs> is that the is that end? all you know is about the, the Egyptians?" End of your story? <laughs> yeah. I know very few people who go to England and they're like, yo, man, yo, bruv, Stonehenge. Stonehenge is our favorite ancient. You throw that out there. I don't know. Ancient fucking. That's funny. Don't do a British accent ever again. No, it's great. That was really, that's a good, that was a good act out. That is actually. But, um, oi, bruv, you ever heard of the Stonehenge? (laughs) I don't know. Actually, can you, you've been around some British people before, huh? Can you do a California stoner, a California stoner meets, interacts with, uh, a guy from, and he's like, oh, stone, he's like, dude, Stonehenge, man. And then like, there'd be a back and forth, like, oi, bruv, Stonehenge. How stoned? I mean, it would be a stoner yeah. and a Stonehenge oh, and the I two see, different voices. It would be Connect a lot of acting. stoned and Stonehenge. It would be a lot of act out. It would be two different yeah. voices that are totally different, that are <laughs> both it, okay. guys. And it would turn from stand-up to like a performance piece. Well, but right. who minds that? Do they? I don't, I mean. Some people do. I'm, I'm fine with it, but I do also. I'm like, hmm. Am I going to break into song? Am I going to dance? What's going to happen? I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's you don't so want to do a gimmick. I get it. No gimmicks. That's the most recent shit that I wrote like less than twelve hours ago. But Woo. that's not really even yeah. writing. So Woo. I see the. I throw. mean, work it out. Work it out. That's what okay. you're right. here for. Work it out. But I appreciate the opportunity. This is this is my, my this voice. is my new joke that hasn't figured it out yet. I want to hear. It's that uh, I'm hanging out with all these fucking comedians, and none of them have jobs, right? But they're all taking Ubers and doing cocaine. I want Uber cocaine money. Where is this money coming from? Uber what? I want money. Uber cocaine money. You can afford Ubers and cocaine? I can't afford either of these Uber things. Cocaine money. What are you doing? I, I can't. I have a I have 401ks, but I'm not going to dip into my 401k. I don't dip into it, though. But that's ridiculous. Like, who... you? How lazy are you? You don't walk or My take a bus? You take an Uber? 
It's been Dear sitting God. for like 15, 17 years now, my 401k. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. What kind of food did you have? Did you bring your food? Yeah. No, uh, you couldn't have. Uh, all right, it's uh, 547. I'm going to cut this off because I have to get into my Zoom call. And I yeah. like a Zoom thing. I'm going to get on up out of here. I got the Zoom call. Thank you both yeah. for coming and hanging out. And good, good talk, good talk. Good, good, talk, talk. good talk, good talk, everybody. I like, the, I like the COVID Chicago Bulls bit. I think yeah. there's a lot of potential here. Thank you. Because everybody remembers, especially if you're bringing the Steve Kerr thing, because he's like, you know. All right, player, I'm so. going to try that. Steve Kerr's Fauci is. That's, wow. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Saving us all. With, he had all the directions. Monday. Monday. Yeah. Okay, okay. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, it's all gonna work out. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, I saw um. EMA. Um. Sierra. Sierra. Yeah. Yeah. I had coffee with her yesterday. She oh yeah. You know I saw. I was like, was it Mike Bond? Yeah. Yes, it was Mike Bond. Yeah. Like, yes, I see him all the time. I saw him. <laughs>